This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. When I first heard about the Mars One mission four years ago, I thought, who in the hell would get a one-way ticket or want a one-way ticket to go to Mars? Well, honestly, it's not looking like such a bad ride, <laughs> considering where we are right now in this world with the Amazon on fire, wars, rumors of wars. We got a president that wants to nuke hurricanes and make deals with despots. Yeah, we're in some strange, crazy times, and Mars is actually looking pretty attractive. Well, they finally got it down to the last 50 women and 50 men among 200,000 entrants, and I thought that was crazy. I'm like nearly a quarter of a million people applied to get on a one-way trip to another planet. 200,000 people wanted to get the hell off of Earth. They knew something four years ago that I didn't know. And one of these people I got to interview, her name is Kenya Armbrista. She is now 36 years old. She was a pharmaceutical, she was in the pharmaceutical industry. And I talked to her about why she was why she wanted to be on this mission. She at that time had not been selected as one of the finalists. She has since been selected as one of the finalists. And I was wondering what would inspire somebody to want to never see their family again, because that's how deep it is, and, and to want to repopulate uh, or populate a planet uh, that right now has no life on it. So up next is my interview with Kenya Armbrista. She's actually an amazing woman, a highly spiritual woman, and she's really got me thinking right now that I might have needed to apply. <laughs> All right, let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Use the hashtag podcast so I can search for your question or search for your comment. Up next, my interview with Kenya Armbrista. Stay tuned. I want to invite and welcome in. Let me give out the number, 877 seven four seven four eight seven is a number if you have a question for this woman because I have a bunch of questions but I don't want to be greedy but let's welcome in Kenya Arbrista hi hey welcome to the show did I pronounce your last name correctly you did thank you very much well yes and thank you so let's let's lay the uh, foundation here you are one of the hundred finalists to uh the mission to Mars which is scheduled to leave in approximately nine years. Is that, that correct? That's correct. Okay. So here's my question, first of all. How did you find out that there was going to be this uh, expedition, this colony? I found out about um, about a year and a half ago, um, actually reading a report on CNN. Um, it was a, like a recruitment video, um, one-minute recruitment video, and um, I went onto their website. I thought it was a great project to get um, involved with, and I applied. And so where where'd you go online? I went online uh-huh, to their oh. website. And there was a like a, a questionnaire. It was a questionnaire um, about our background, about our work experience, about um, how we d- we handle stress um, in stressful situations. So it was a bunch of questions that we had to answer, and we also had to submit a one minute video with our application. Okay, so so you did that, and how long did it take for you to hear back from them? Um, it took about five months. Oh. Wow. Okay. So you just you, you hit send, and five months later you get a call, or they send you uh, an email. How does that? How did it work? Um, five, uh, four months later. Sorry, um, I got an email back saying congratulations, you are one out of um, 1,058 people to wow. select it for round two. Um, we had to submit a, a medical and and um, physical exam. 
um, after we went into round two. And um, now, yeah, now, that's, that's now, now, for the record, more than 250,000 people, 250,000 people applied, and you made it to the final thousand. Yes. Okay. So now what are you thinking, Kenya? I'm thinking that this is real, and I need to start um, meeting my fellow colleagues and um, and learning more about Mars One as quickly as possible. Okay, so so let me let me go back a little bit. So Kenya Arbrister, you're you're from Oakland, California. That's correct. Originally from Oakland. Nope, originally from um, Woodland, California, which is near the Sacramento area. Okay, all right. You're 36 years old. Correct. What do you do for a living? I work for a a global pharmaceutical company and research and development. Okay, so you're in the science field. Yes. Okay. Now, did you grow up as a Trekkie? Were you this kid that was just interested in the stars and Carl Sagan and you know, all you know, this kind of you know, were you into Star Wars? Like, what 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 made you gravitate towards this Mars One project? It just seemed like a great project to get in touch and um, to get involved with. I, I I was never a Star Trek fan. I, my dad used to watch it a lot, but and I used to sometimes watch it with him. But I wasn't really a fan. Um, not a huge fan of sci-fi. I, I don't even own a t- television. Wait, uh, back up. Back up. <laughs> so you haven't seen Empire? Um, I have seen Empire. I okay. have. All right, because I was gonna say, you know what? <laughs> but you know, there's no Empire on Mars, right? Yes, I I do know that. Okay, all right. I'm just I'm just checking because <laughs> you know, and 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 for the record, because people may not know this, but you're you're African American, correct? Yes, I am. Okay, so you're 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 a black woman in America, and you signed up for a one way ticket out. You know, so you're not coming back. And not this coming is the, back. This is the thing that's just, you know, and you have a family. You have parents. They love you. You know, you, you said your your mom's not too happy about this. My mother, you know, at the beginning wasn't too happy about it. But now that I've made it to the fi- final 100, um, I have her support now, which is great. And she knows you're not coming back. She knows <laughs> it's a one-way trip, yes. <laughs> so, so can you walk us through this? Because, I, you know, is it that bad here? Or what's the what's the... I know you said it's exciting. It's an adventure. You know, you're like, uh, you know, Magellan or, you know, one of the explorers, the great explorers. I'm not going to put Columbus in there because I don't think he is. But anyway, <laughs> you you know, but it's permanent. You know, it's, it's like permanent. Yes. And a lot of people think it's, you know, it's a suicide mission that we're, you know, we're going to die. Um, I love Earth. I love everything about Earth. I've traveled for the last 18 years of my life, living in different countries, learning different languages, understanding history and cultures and people. And so I love my life here on Earth. It is an awesome life here. But at the same time, this is, um, this is a chance, this is an opportunity to create a new home for humankind. And I just want to be able to um, make new discoveries and, and, and create a new home, be one of the, the new pioneers to, you know, boldly go, go as where no man has gone before. So um, I'll say. to have this opportunity to be in a team of, you know, four others will be a team of uh, four leaving Earth to go to Mars every two years until there's 24 people there. Um, it takes a, 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 a you know, a, a strong selfless person and um i i feel like i have what it takes to to um to be a part of this mission and you know i'm going to train really hard if i get selected in the, the final 24 it's eight years of training so 
And what, you know, what will that consist of? Have you, have you ever, um, have they told you already what the training is going to be like? Oh, yes. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be training to be, uh, we'll learn how to repair our components of our habitat and, and our rover. We'll train to, um, we'll train um, in medical procedures. We'll learn how to grow our own food. Uh, we'll be able, we'll learn how to do physical and ele- electrical repairs of the settlement and the structure. Um, we'll be doing a lot of different things on, on Mars. So it's not like we're just going to go to Mars and then that's it. There's, there's a lot to do. We have to create our own oxygen, our own water, our own heat, our so own So they, they really believe, and this is the Mars One pro- mission, yeah. uh, that they will be able to colonize Mars. This is Karen Hunter, and this podcast is brought to you by FabFitFun. The 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale now, so check it out. I love giving it as a gift. I even love giving it to myself. But what's wonderful about it, you have $200 worth of items, everything from hair care to skincare products, jewelry, clothing, all kinds of items. You just fill out a little questionnaire about the person you're sending it to about yourself, and the FabFitFun team will gather up the items, put it in a box, and surprise, the box is beautiful as well. So it is a wonderful item, if, especially if you love giving gifts as I do. So go to fabfitfun.com right now. Use the code this is Karen, and you get $10 off your first box. It retails for $49.99, but the value is always more than $200, and they have full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, lifestyle products, all in this seasonal subscription box at fabfitfun.com. This is Karen is the promo code for $10 off. I hope you enjoy fabfitfun.com. This is Karen Hunter, and you get $10 off your first box. Check it out. They truly believe, and they have, um, they've been working with Lockheed Martin, um, Paragon. Um, they're, they're looking to buy um, um, un, unmanned, unmanned um, spacecrafts from SpaceX. So there's a lot of people behind this project. It's not, a lot of people get confused um, with Mars One. Mars One is not an aerospace company, so they're not building their own hardware. They're, they're going out and, and, and buying their hardware from different um, companies. Already, you know, like Lockheed Martin has sent so many space orbiters and, and, and uh, spacecrafts to, to Mars already. So it's, it's not like they don't have the technology needed in order to make this mission pro- possible. The technology is there. Um, we just have to be able to train and, and, and make sure that, you know, before we send human beings to Mars, you know, everything has to be perfect. You know, there right. can't be any mistakes. There's a lot of dangers involved. You know, for example, um, an accident Space debris can, just to get there. I yeah, mean, there, like... there could be accidents during the launch. Um, there could be something wrong with the, the components or, you know, malfunction can happen. There could be problems with landing. Um, there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but Mars One will be able, will ensure that the rockets are tested a dozen of times before they even send human beings there. Okay, uh, and I'm still, I'm still kind of like, I, and I, I hope you're okay with me asking you anything because mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty much, uh, uh, you know, I have no filter. But you know, I have a, a lot of thoughts. So you get there, and the likelihood of you being one of the, the finalists is probably very high. We're talking about twenty-four people. You're down to the final one hundred. Mm-hmm. Say you're in the first four, mm-hmm. and you get there, and the other three people you cannot stand. Mm-hmm. Like you hate their guts. Mm-hmm. But you're um, stuck. You're stuck, right? And stuck. and so so what, you know what I mean. Like you get there, you're like, this is not what it's cracked up to be. I want to come home. 
Well, I mean, we're training with these people for eight years before we even leave Earth. Eight so all years. 24 will, will know each other intimately before they leave? Um, yes. Okay. So um, before we even get on a spacecraft, we're going to have to really like each other. And we can drop out any time after the eight years of training if we feel like we can't live with one another. Okay. So um, Mars One is has really stated that teamwork and being able to get along with the people that we'll be training with is extremely important. Um, we all have to have a personal drive. We all have to be motivated, grounded with a sense of um, deep sense of purpose. And so um, they're going to make sure that we really do like each other before we even get on a spacecraft. Have you met many of the 99 others? Um, I've met about 12 of them. Okay. Um, yep. A lot of them live here in California, and I've been um, in contact with them for about a year and a half now. Now, now I read an article that said that your mom didn't want you to go, mo- mostly because she wanted you to stay here and have children and get married. Now, the possibilities of going to Mars and that happening are probably very high if they want you to colonize. Uh-huh. Are you nervous about that? Colonizing, that- what, having children on yeah, Mars? Yeah, is that possible? Is that even possible? No, that's not possible. That <sighs> won't be possible for a long time. I mean, we still don't know how a fetus will grow in a human being's body in low gravity. So the first couple of groups going to Mars um, won't be expected to have children. So you're going knowing that this is, your mission is to, you're never going to have children, you're never going to get married, and this is all about making sure that the playing field is there for people in the future. Yes, that's correct. That is a beautiful thing. So, So spiritually speaking, Kenya, we're talking with Kenya Armbrister. She is one of the 100 finalists for the Mars One mission, a 36-year-old resident of Oakland, California, a global research, uh, researcher with a, with a pharmaceutical company, and she's, you're, you're selfless. I mean, selfless beyond belief. What's your spiritual background? I am I'm Christian. I was baptized um, as a Christian, and I still, you know, till this day, I, I still believe in God, and um, I, you know, I'm hopeful, and you know, I truly believe if I wasn't supposed to be in this position right now that, wow. you know, I wouldn't be in this position. But this is the way that, you know, um, my life is moving. And so I'm learning as much as possible to prepare for this, this epic journey to another planet. You said you have a class um, after this, which is why you have to go as part of that, your, your part of your education, um, learning more. Um, learning more. I, I, I love learning. Um, I've been taking French for the last year. And so um, wow. I, I also speak German as um, a foreign language as well. And there might be people on this, you know, within my teams that speak French. And so just being able to know another language is, um, I mean, I've always been a lover of languages. So this I'm is just taking be- the time. I'm, I'm, I have, you know, I don't want to be offensive, so I'm keep those offensive questions to myself because I'm just thinking, you know, race relations in this country, and you're going to be on Mars, like that just takes it to a whole other level, you know. It's like, yeah. how, do you, how do you navigate that, you know? You know it's what? Like, I just, I just hope that the people that they select, and I, and I'm, sh- and I know a lot of them are, are open-minded. I don't want mm-hmm. racism or inequality or sexism or anything like that to matter when we get to Mars. It's pretty much torn our world apart yes they they just did a fox fox just had like a community for a year the uh the show bombed but it was like a survivor meets you know uh this kind of what you're doing with the mission uh mars mission but in a in a you know in where they threw people together and it was a disaster 
right. you know, because people are still there. They're people, right. you know, and it's, it's like our nature is kind of destructive. And I'm like, we're just going to go up to Mars and mess that up. We're going to mess up the ozone here. And we've got this racism and all this kind of craziness, and hateful stuff. What's going to be different when we get to Mars? I just I don't see it being any different, but I'm, I'm hopeful, too. You know, I'm 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 really hopeful, and you know, there's there's like you said, they're sitting up people that from many different backgrounds, cultures, um, people who have traveled the world, people who are open-minded, um, you know, people who've left their their own cities. There's a lot of people in in you know in the United States that haven't even left the cities that they they were raised in, you know, or even our own country. So to say that, you know, um, you're open-minded about different cultures and, and, and religions and, and, and people. I, I don't see how someone could be if you've never been exposed to it. Now, a lot of the people who are on this mission have traveled their whole entire life. They, they do understand and appreciate differences. And so I hope with all of our world knowledge combined, we could go to, you know, Mars and, and create another place where, you know, human beings are not judged. Oh, you, you know, are, you are so beautiful that I wish you would stay here because we need more <laughs> Kenya Arbreezes here in America, not on Mars. Can you take one call, please, before you sure. leave? I know you have to go. Let's go to New Mexico, of all places. Uh, Tim, welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. You're on with Kenya Arbreezer. Hey, Kenya, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I just want to know: Are you guys going to televise it, or how are we going to know you guys made it there safely? Um, well, they hope to televise it. Um, I, I know um, at the beginning, Mars One wanted to do some type of reality show to get the whole entire world involved with this. Um, I, they may still do that in the future, but right now they're creating documentaries of our of our training, of our just who we are as candidates. Um, I think in round four, when we do when they do pick the final twenty four people. That will be televised at some point, but I I, I don't know um, for sure yet. They haven't really released any type of information on that. Good question. So, will you be able to reach your parents? Will you be able to? Is there going to be any? I mean, yeah. So, um, in 2018, Mars uh, Mars One is um, sending a satellite dish to Mars to orbit um, the the Mars um, orbit. Um, In 2020, they're sending another one um, to orbit Earth. And so there will be communication satellites, you know, two communication satellites. Um, It would take about 3 to 22 minutes one way um, for a signal to reach Earth and then another 3 to 22 minutes for a signal to to reach Mars. So we'll have Internet. We'll have... um, We'll be able to listen to music. We'll be able to keep in touch with our family and friends like we do on Facebook, like we do on, you know, email um, while we're there. Okay. Uh, And the only last question, I know you have to go. Uh, Say people act out. Is it going to be like some sort of Martian prison? Can you you kick people off of Mars? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Can you eject them if they act out, just hit a button and then send them back to Earth or wherever into space? Oh, my gosh. Um, no, I don't okay. think that's possible. Like you said, we're going to have to really love each other a lot when we before we leave and, and on our way there and once we get there. So um, Mars One is having us train for eight years with one another. So if they don't think we're a match, they will definitely disqualify us and, and put in another group who does. Okay. Well, I know you have to go, and I'm mindful of your time, but I'm so grateful that you uh, you know are, are sharing this with us. And at, when you get selected for the final uh, 24, will you come back? I will. I okay. will. And right. thank you very much for your interest in having oh. on your show. Well, I wish, I wish you again would stay, but I want you to follow your dreams, and I just thank you, Kenya, so much. You're a, a light spirit, and I, I wish you all the success in the world. 
Thank you, Karen. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That was my interview with Kenya Ombrista, part of the Mars One project. They haven't narrowed it down to the final 24 yet. I'll keep you posted, but I have a question. If you had a chance to populate or colonize, I guess that's the right word, another planet, would you do it if you knew you could never come back? Let me know. Follow me on Twitter, at Karen Hunter with the hashtag podcast, so I can search for your answer. Till next time. 